0: Welcome to I Hate It Here, the podcast for HR and people professionals, making the hardest job in the world just a little bit easier. I'm Hibba Youssef. Welcome to a special episode of the I Hate It Here podcast. It is Valentine's Day, and we thought we would deliver a special episode about love, specifically dating at work. And joining me today is Kim Rower. Kim, Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Welcome back. We were just doing um, exercises to warm up, which involved us singing. So that won't be featured in this episode today. At a later date, maybe we'll release that. (laughs) That's for subscribers. (laughs) Subscribers only. Special features. (laughs) Social features, us singing. Okay, but dating at work. Kim, before we read our horror stories. So we had... We had people submit their dating at work horror stories, and Kim and I have not read each other's stories, so we are going to live react to the other reading a story. Are you all ready I'm for so this? I'm so stoked. <laughs> I don't know if they can handle this. This is going to be good. So all of our reactions will be real because we've never <laughs> heard these other stories, <laughs> which is slightly terrifying. Um, but before we get to them, Kim, dating at work, a yes or a no for you? For me personally, it's going to be a
1: no. As much as I love other people's drama, I do not love my own drama. <laughs> and I just feel like I don't, I wouldn't know how to date at work in a casual, easygoing way. I am more of the nurture, the flirt vibes at work person, or at least I was before I met my husband. And I've I haven't dated in 20 years, so I don't know what I would do unencumbered. But I do remember like working and having really enjoying like teenage and like early college, like work flirt vibes. But I also was like, I can't date someone else at work. Like, where will I go when things inevitably go bad? No, I will be here stuck in this windowless basement cataloging old sheet music with this person who I've slept with.
0: This is bad. So I just stay away. I was gonna say, I don't think a lot of people think about it that way, but we definitely had. No. In the early tw- like in my early 20s, it, there were some companies that my friends worked at where it was just like commonplace that you would hook up with the people you worked with. Well,
1: do you remember the horror stories out of? I don't know if I, I'm not going to say their name on air because this is a professional podcast, but mm-hmm. yeah. a company who worked in the HR benefits space. Uh, uh, yes. This was somewhere around 2012, I want to say it was like early early startup days for a lot of us um there were lots of stories coming out of that place about shenanigans in stairwells and things that should not have been going on especially in a company that was like in the hr space where most people should have known better
0: also just like at work like i listen i will tell people like like (laughs) at work is just i just don't think you should do that but I mean, like I'm pro people dating at work as long as they you know, they're not in your power structure and it yes. doesn't impact promotions, raises, all of that stuff. Um, personally, also wouldn't do it because I'm I can be. Messy it's one of those like, like good for you, not for work. me yes. scenarios, right? Yes, yeah. like yeah. I have one of my closest,
1: dearest friends, and her and her now husband met at work. So but many people. Actually, this is not a submitted story, but I kind of want to share it anyway.
0: Okay, let's start there.
1: You share the story and then I'll do the first submitted story. Okay, so this is a personal story and I just, I think it's a lovely rom-com waiting to happen. So this friend of mine, she went on a date through like a Tinder date or something with this guy and they did not hit it up. She was like, that was a terrible date. One of the worst I've been on. Thank God I never have to see this guy again. This was like, it was bad. And then Fast forward like a year later, and I hired her as our office manager in our office. Lo and behold, the very same man from her date was an engineer in our office. Ooh. And she, she recognized, they recognized each other. Like she showed up at work and she's like, oh God, that's that guy from that terrible date. Oh boy. Well, I'm just not going to tell anyone. So she didn't like, they didn't speak about it at work. She didn't tell me at work. And he would, he on the other hand, apparently was like, oh, there's that girl I went out with once and then never got to talk to again. Like, I'm going to try again. And so he came up to her desk a lot. He was like bugging us at our desk a lot. And I didn't think too much of it because we were both musical theater nerds. And so he would come over and we would sing Les Our This is fun startup life. <laughs> um, little did I know he was using his Les Mis sing along as an excuse to come and like flirt with her. She decided to give him another chance because she was finding him endearing at, mm. in these little desk-side desk, desk side visits. Aww. She gave him another chance. They started dating and never looked back, and they have been happily married for many years, and they have two delightful children, and it is a love story gone right. It's a second-chance romance, as they call it. Oh, yes. In the, the romance-lit world. But it can happen, you know? Even if you had a terrible, terrible Tinder date and vowed never to see him
0: again. <laughs> Well, that was a good story to start us off, but honestly, I'm pretty scared about the stories we're about to read. So I'll read my first one, and I can't wait to see your reaction. Okay. Ready. ready. I get to live Give watch to you me. read this story. Okay. And then you have to tell us what you would do as the HR person.
1: Okay. I'm going to do my best not to interrupt you, but I,
0: I make no guarantees. Okay. <clears throat> story one. I work at a large, well-known financial firm. I started working with a team of two others and quickly realized they were more than coworkers. However, the man was married with kids. A year later, the man is getting a divorce and I leave the team because they were awful, but also I could see the relationship (laughs) getting messy. (laughs) But I could see the relationship getting messy. Fast forward to month five at my new job. I get an email at my new work address from the guy's now ex-wife, asking if they were together. I had never spoken to her. I had never spoken to her. Turns out she had been questioning everything for years. And when she confronted him, he crumbled and told her everything and that they were having an affair. This was a peak trust your gut moment for me. Oh, I mean, way to trust your gut, babe. What would you do if you got that email? Would you be like, I can't answer this? Uh, Well, here's the
1: thing. I feel like I'm going to be saying here's the thing a lot. (laughs) Here's the thing, (laughs) Hema. This person wasn't in HR, as far as I know. And so they're not like bound by any sort of confidentiality or whatever. So it's me and I'm this person and I don't work in HR. I would probably, what's the word for like confirm without directly confirming? I would find a way to be like, you know, I always did wonder if something was going on there, but like, I I don't have any proof, unfortunately, that I can share with you. I hope you are doing well and that you find peace and happiness in your life. Bye. Bye. Boom. I would like, I would, because I wouldn't want this, I wouldn't want to be like, no, what are you talking about? And then make this poor woman feel badly Gaslit. and make her feel like she's losing her mind. Yeah, I don't want to gaslight this woman whose husband was having a messy affair, but I also don't want to say something, especially in an email, that could make me need to go to court to testify against this man and their divorce.
0: Yeah. Because that point. seems like a level of mess I don't want to be involved in. I have an experience in my past life. <laughs> wow, my past life. Wow. What am I like? Been reincarnated. <laughs> um yes, we, in in my, we are the ghosts for, of our past because <laughs> you on Valentine's Day. In my I've I've had a moment in my professional career where I have had someone's wife ask me to confirm or deny an affair. And I have been in that situation. I was not in HR at the time and I did not have any of the details. And so truly I yeah. said like, listen, like I'm not in the room with them so I can't tell you yes or no. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Right." I, honestly, I remember looking her in the eyes and being like, you would know just as well as me. And honestly, like that's a discussion for you to have with your husband, right? not with me. And it uh, was like, she's a imagine? perfectly kind woman, but I just, yes. I just was like, I can't, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not the one dating. I would feel so, (laughs) the mental state you have to be
1: in to be like going around to former coworkers getting, trying to get details. Like I just, I would just want her to go to therapy and forget this man somehow.
0: I was going to say, and also forget this man. Goodbye. Yeah. like Just be be done. Not serving you in the new life you want to
1: create for yourself. Definitely This is not the kind of energy you want to bring into your single life. Nope. Okay. Your one precious life as a single woman. Okay. This one's pretty short. Okay. But no, it's it's not that bad. Okay. So this story comes from someone who worked at a medical clinic. Mm -hmm. Two of the medical assistants were having an affair with each other, as one does. And then another medical assistant was having an affair with the front office scheduler. A fourth medical assistant spent all of his time flirting with every staff that was not already involved in an affair. It's an this an person says something must have been in the saying, air. Oh, yes, I know. That's what I'm thinking. And this the, the writer, the caller said something was in the air. So that's... I mean, we're. That, I don't know how many people work at this medical clinic, but it sounds like it wasn't very large. What is this? crazy? We're nabby? talking about... Yeah, I know. What is it with the medical profession and just <laughs> abstract horniness? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like, let's just, something about medical clinics just really gets them going.
0: <laughs> I, if I was HR there. Doesn't work there, for me. Good for you, not for me. Yeah, good for you, not for me. Um, if I was HR there, I would be miserable. Like, yes. I feel like that can't be that big of a medical clinic for that many people to be dating each other. I'm like, reporting lines have got to get interesting well, here. For, for all those people to be dating each other and for someone who is not involved with this to know about all of these affairs.
1: Like, it's not like they're working at a giant hospital, right? Like, this is small enough medical clinic that they're like you two are hooking up and you two are hooking up and you're not hooking up with anyone but you want to hook up with everybody else like this is a
0: there's something going on here dang well, i would be so uncomfortable also like as hr i would be uncomfortable as an employee as a human so be uncomfortable. <laughs> as a fellow human trying to just do my
1: job <sighs> taking blood or lab samples or whatever their blood pressures yeah medical clinic people do
0: i would just yeah that one, that would not terrible, but like, that's a lot of yeah, dating. That's too confusing. Well,
1: and that this person specifically described these relationships as having an affair and not dating makes me think that there's something scandalous about it, right? Now, like, for our, for our dear listeners to know, we've only had access to these stories for like, 24 hours. Yeah, Yep. If we, were, if we were to produce a longer form version of this type of podcast, I would definitely be going back to this to this writer and asking for some more details to flesh out this story a bit more because I'm curious. I want to know how many people – I want to know what the reporting lines were for these people having affairs. There's like the medical assistant kind of medical having an is. affair with the front office scheduler, <laughs> two medical assistants having an affair together. So like how? what's the other kind of staff involved with this? Are these actual – Affairs? Like, are they cheating on each other with each other? Are they cheating Kim on their needs spouse? details. Kim draw- needs I need details. details. I need the goss. This is not enough information for me personally <laughs> to live out my gossip <laughs> dreams. It's through your medical clinic. Uh, well, but thank you for sharing this story of your very horny medical clinic. It sounds like a delightful
0: mess. It's an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Come on. That season it where is. Karev ends up with everybody, like...
1: I have to admit, I was a very casual Grey's Anatomy watcher. Like, I would watch it at people's houses occasionally. Like, I was never super into it. There's a part of me that very much wants to, like, have you introduce me to select episodes of Grey's Anatomy so
0: we can talk about the HR violations. The next HR after dark, everyone. We've yes. been calling this episode HR you. after dark.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's not
0: totally safe for work, this episode i'm not yeah def- this i think i'm gonna have to put like a disclaimer like nsfw Do not listen <laughs> to while you're at work put it put your
1: headphones on there will be no visual explicit content so you could safely listen to it at work
0: with headphones on absolutely okay unless you work one. at one of these very horny medical clinics the maybe you, people would appreciate it i we need details <laughs> um okay i have my next story you ready ready I'm so this ready. person says it's the funniest workplace dating horror story the funniest Okay, that's a high bar, bar, sir. Yeah, it's a high bar. Um, We had two female employees who were best friends and worked the same shift. They became close, hung out outside of work, including their husbands in their hangouts. Eventually, an affair started between one employee and the other employee's husband. Once it was found out, the employees having the affair, the employee having the affair, actually became pregnant with the other employee's husband's baby, and the friendship collapsed. No. Then the pregnant well, no, sh- employee <laughs> – Don't sleep with your friend's husband. Okay. <laughs> then the pregnant employee came to HR to complain that the other employee, her former friend, was not happy for her and her new pregnancy and was turning the staff against her. No, honey, you did that all on your own. I'm sorry. You have the audacity to complain that your
1: ex-friend is not happy enough for you when you are having a baby with her husband. And you brought that all to work? (laughs) I just... (laughs) (laughs) right. At the beginning, I'm like, this is great. You and your bestie, your husbands are going to be besties. You can all hang out. Like, what could go wrong? Don't sleep with the... You're going to ruin this friendship dynamic. You found the, the unfindable... Perfect Friend. couple to hang out. Perfect couple friends.
0: Yeah. Why you gotta go sleeping with each other? I love that the person who wrote this in wrote the funniest, <laughs> that this was the funniest workplace. Because I'm like oh my a my funny and also funny <laughs> ha or a funny. funny, funny. <laughs> um okay. I wow listen the where I draw the line as HR in this story too, would would I, I would be like, hey, um <laughs> this sounds like a, a personal situation. Yeah, I was like, this is not an HR's responsibility. This is beyond my power and potential to help here. That's where we say, this is above my pay grade. We need (laughs) professional counseling. I suggest that the four of you go to group therapy and deal with your problems. I would also just say, like, I don't know. We don't know all the details, remember? And we're never going to judge anybody for what anyone wrote in. But like a line for me is not to ruin a friendship and do something with a friend's husband that's just like a line I don't that's think I would ever potentially cross, right right ever and like it
1: could be one of those situations where both couples were unhappy in their marriages and they found true love and now everybody's fine what great like fine but why does HR have to get involved with this one like because your friend is not happy enough for you at work like is she I mean here's the thing again yet again here's the <laughs> thing <laughs> If the non-pregnant friend is creating a hostile work environment for you, even if you brought that hostile work environment on yourself, that is an issue where like, as HR, I might need to step in and be like, listen. That's not okay. Yeah. Listen, Cara care Fun. I don't know what her name is. Cara Fun is her name now. <laughs> listen, Cara Fun. I know that Jacinda slept with your husband and is having his baby and that sucks for you, but- this is a place of work and y'all need to resolve this shit outside of work. You cannot be creating problems for the workplace. Yeah. Maybe you both need to take some time off to handle your shit. Yeah.
0: That's like where but I think But also
1: your job as HR is not to be a marriage counselor or a friendship therapist or a, a mediator of infidelity. <laughs> like... Everyone just thinks it's HR's job to get your snacks, plan your parties, mediate your divorces. Like, this is not, not my job.
0: That's where I think, like, I would come in where I'm like, hostile work environment, absolutely not acceptable. Friend drama, please resolve on your own time and your own space. It is really hard, yes. though. Like, sometimes, I mean, we're deciphering so often um, fact from feeling that it's right. it's so tough. Sometimes to be like, well, here's what's happening. So I would just say like as much as possible, I would say if it is not happening at work and this is not creating workplace hostility, it is not my problem to resolve as your HR person. Um, okay, your turn. What questions would okay. you have for me? Well, this one gets a little confusing.
1: So I'm adding some names to the story okay. um, so that I can avoid saying things like male employee, second male employee. It's just wow. too we confusing. Got, so we're going to we get a them, lot We're going to give them some okay. names. We got okay. It's only a few people, but you know. So the person who wrote this in says that they discovered a male employee. We are going to call him John. Discovered him on camera slashing another employee, we call him Mike, uh, slashing his tires in the company parking lot. What? On camera, John was slashing Mike's tires in the company parking lot. The reason why, they learned, was that there was a female employee who was in a relationship with both John and Mike. All three, John, Mike, and Sarah, we'll call her. Uh, All of them were married to other people. So Sarah is cheating on her husband with both John and Mike, who are cheating on their wives with Sarah. John, who is the tire slasher, also had a baby on the way and was purchasing his first home with his wife, which makes it even sadder to me. Uh, Why did John slash Mike's tires? He was upset because he found out that Sarah was cheating on him with another guy at the company.
0: I actually don't know where to begin with this one. I truly am. Um, I mean, HR would have to intervene on the slashing of the tires. Like that is right. an unsafe work that. environment. You literally cannot right. do that to somebody else's right? stuff. So that would be step one if I were to like resolve this. Right. That would really be it. I. That's it. Right. That's all I'm required to do, I think. But that is all of you were cheating on someone. Wild story. Everyone, yeah. who cheats... that's the, the moral of the story. Apparently, <laughs> right. I've got a lot of cheating stories in my list here. I do too, actually. So, like <sighs> now, I'm wondering, do people just go to work to cheat?
1: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I mean, it's it's a convenient Adult. trope, right? It, it's, mm. I've seen it in many a story. You know, there's the classic, you know, sleeping with your secretary. Since the 1950s, that's been a popular stereotype.
0: I had that's a boss once that said. Where else are you going to find someone to date? You're here eight hours out of every day. And I thought, that's interesting. That's sad. And also, so if, if you're already someone.
1: married, you don't need to find someone else to date because you're already married.
0: You're so, already married.
1: I mean, what else am I going to do? I'm surrounded by all these hot chicks all day long. I better cheat you on know, my wife.
0: What else am I doing? Come on. I'm like, Be- I have work to do. I can't pay attention to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When are they working? <laughs> That's what I want to know about a lot of these, the work Uh, schedule. Okay, well, you know, we solved uh, that one from an HR perspective. You can't slash the tires. Yeah, you can all sleep with each other and do whatever you want. But I just like the
1: gall of this guy, the the tire slasher, John, to be upset
0: that she was cheating on him. Also, what if they all were an open relationship? What if they all agree? Like, what if they weren't exclusive? Like, uh, I'm not going to pull a Ross we were on a break, but i know well were, john, john clearly were thought that
1: he and sarah were exclusive he was like listen aside from my wife you are my <laughs> exclusive partner aside from my pregnant wife i'm dying you are my only I'm partner and you may not have any <laughs> other partners yeah. okay where i will slash their tires on
0: the note of cheating but not cheating <sighs> i have yes. a story Lay it on me okay so this one is mine. So someone submitted their own story, which I love because a lot of people submit stories oh. about other people. This one is Way this to go, Right? Way to go. My husband and I met at work. He's from and worked in our London office, and I had just started my job managing our LA office. My third week in, he visited our US branch, and we both knew the second he walked through the door. Oh, The kicker is that we were both in three-year-long toxic relationships at the time. Nothing happened romantically between us that week, but we couldn't ignore the strange cosmic connection we felt Uh towards each other in every conversation, always drawn to one another. This reads like one of my rom-com books. I know. (laughs) We met on a Monday, and by Sunday, we had broken things off with our respective partners. With very specific rules to maintain a friendship, we spent the next two months supporting each other's personal breakup journeys, yet unable to deny that we were falling in love over the phone. Six months later, we were married. He was transferred to our U.S. office, and we have been living happily ever since. And for those of you wondering, we disclosed when appropriate, and our company was fully supportive. Gonna cry. That is. I so feel like we should end on that one. That one was so good. But we saw more. Really we have more the- We will oh. reorder these. We will. Reorder that, these was lovely. Too. What a
1: lovely story. I'm so happy for you. I'm that, so happy for and you. And they disclose. There's, there's no. Yeah. There's
0: nothing terrible to say. There's I, no drama. I just got to say, both of it. them ending their relationships or like instantly knowing from the second they yeah. met. Like, I don't know if I believe in love at first sight, but <sighs> maybe they felt it. I mean, cosmic. I do. I believe in you it.
1: Do. Aww, I, that's so I do. Oh, I so cute. That was
0: that's, a beautiful story. That's,
1: I, will, I won't go into all of my relationship personal details uh, on this episode, but
0: that's for another day. That
1: happened, that happened in my life with my husband. Aw. Right away. Another
0: know. day, you will have to tell that story. Another day. But now,
1: what another other cheating stories do you have for me? Oh, I have another one. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs>
0: everyone's just <laughs> cheating at work. This is making me sad. I just don't,
1: um this one well this one i think doesn't well no no reading it again it does have cheating in it sorry um this one starts with buckle up no it'll be good (laughs) and this comes from an hr professional so oh fuck thank you friend i'm just gonna read it and we'll see if we can parse it as we read (laughs) okay in my baby hr days i worked as a generalist in a small business I found out that one of our store managers was sleeping with a new employee that he had been the sole hiring decision maker for. Already. No. No, sir. You don't hire people because you want to sleep with them and then actually sleep with them. Uh, eventually, though, they started dating and we announced it to the team. Array. That's when we found out that he had slept with three other women in his store prior to that. And one of them, he had been casually dating and overlapped with one of the others. He was terminated shortly thereafter, and would it surprise you that we then got a slew of sexual harassment complaints against him? Absolutely wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: I don't we mean to be, him a speechless. I don't mean to be this speechless, but like, why wasn't he fired after the first person that he hired and then tried to sleep with? That would have been my well. I first... think I think they probably didn't come out with it.
1: Yeah, that's true. They're saying eventually we like we only found out about this after he, they announced to the company like. Jim Bob is sleeping with Carolina over here. And then another three girls were like, wait a minute, he slept with me.
0: No, he slept with me. No, he slept with me. It's just so messy. I have some. It's so gross. The one shining point of this story is that the employees felt comfortable enough to report sexual harassment because we know that a majority of sexual harassment at work actually goes unreported. and so. While what he did was awful and very rooted in just like weird power dynamics, I do really appreciate the point of the story that says that the employees felt comfortable enough to report it because that is yeah. that's that's an indication that they at least trust the team to do something. Which just they only
1: reported it after he after. was terminated. Yeah, so which maybe. is like, what was he? What kind of pressure was he putting on these women to not report the, point, the harassment? Actually. Right, like, I mean, I'm glad they reported it after he was gone, then- you know, built up yeah. extra proof of why you need to be
0: terminated. But, like, they probably, all this is not your personal dating pools or. Yeah, they probably were worried about retaliation. Absolutely. Harassment, harassment in the workplace is truly, it's it's very sad, but also the fact that it goes so unreported because people don't believe. Like, have, I've been in several situations where I've known executives who are sleeping with people that work for them and the HR team has just turned a blind eye and never said anything
1: and i I've, I've been the hr person that things have been reported to and i've had to do you know harassment investigations and it's it's so hard to get people to talk to you about this stuff even if you have built up a trusting relationship and even if they think you're you know one of the good guys in hr it's so hard for people to talk about and to come forward with i think there's a lot as you say like there's a lot of hr folks who will turn a blind eye or who won't mm-hmm will believe the victims in the situation or they believe you but they're like well what's going to really happen here like you really want to make this go public you really want to get this take this so case gross. against this executive mm-hmm. like so oh, gross
0: yeah make it go public
1: file and eat it. yeah do it this is why hr people have an obligation to stand up for the employees who's who are way more at risk yeah and you need to support them and demonstrate to them with your
0: actions how they can trust you, why they should trust you with their story. Yeah. When I think about the fact that the average American does not have, what's that stat, does not have enough in savings to cover like a critical emergency. Yeah, like, like $600. $6, yeah, something. I think about that. And then I think about like harassment in the workplace. And I think like, no wonder yeah. people don't report it because they're so worried about the retaliation piece. And they're, I know of HR teams that have, you're fine. Bless you. I mean, I know Thank of you. HR te- You and I both know of HR teams that yeah. tr- turn the blind eye or would do something like retaliation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and stop it. You're ruining our reputation. ruining it for all of us. <laughs> yeah. No, but also
1: this like. This is why I, we can't have nice things.
0: This is why we can't have nice things. No, I, I mean, I think about that all the time, which is probably why I take the duty of like being an HR person so seriously. And then the other piece of it is probably why I'm so upset. Whenever I see those, like, it, you can't trust HR tweets because I'm like, a lot of people can't trust HR because HR does do the bad, does do bad things. But, like, the people I know in my life are all trying to do good things. <laughs> so I hope there are more of us soon than there are the rest of us. So. the hope so. Same. HR. Um, okay, I have a story now. Oh, this one says that this person has worked with you before. Oh. Uh-huh. I can't wait. This is definitely an And I'm just gonna repeat that before I before I read the story. Um, Google had an on-site massage program. I once yes, had did. to deal with a situation where I had to tell one of the employees that he was no longer eligible to get massages because he overly enjoyed the massages, leaving residue on the sheets indicating <gasps> More male enjoyment than is appropriate. Oh, no. Why
1: why did I just read? Why did did I just read? (laughs) For those who don't know, I don't know if Google still has this, but back in the day, Google had an on-site massage program where they had, essentially, they'd converted very small conference rooms into massage studios. And it was very much like what you'd experience at a spa, you go in. It's soft lighting and the music, and like close you on. Feel like you were off. in a conference room. uh You could do either. You could do close off. Um, she I participated in these to, massages. <laughs> I, I can't because I did conference. it because it was great. Because it was free.
0: Sorry, yeah, sorry, and it was sorry, awesome. sorry, sorry. Awesome. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, for the for the cost of a tip, you could get a really good hour-long massage at work it was right and it was also like it was right next to the gym and the doctor's office that were on campus so like it didn't feel that weird like if you're going to the gym and you're changing into gym clothes at work like i don't know didn't didn't feel weird to get naked at work back in 2007 but gosh i mean i don't i don't like to subscribe to the belief that men can't control themselves but men can you not control yourselves
0: what do you do as the HR person? How do you have that conversation? Like we have evidence that you are enjoying that you these massages ejaculated too
1: much. On the
0: massage. Sheets. This is so SFW. That one might actually have to be cut. That's I mean it It's
1: gross. It's gross. Just gross. It's just That's, gross. It's gross. We'll stop. I mean, I will I will say that there was um there used to be also I Google napping pods. Yeah, that were like a but they were exposed, like you could see the person's legs while they were in the pod. Like it just kind of covered the front half of you. They're like, very strange and futuristic looking. I did not participate in the nap pod, but I remember there was at one point a discussion of putting into place like napping rooms and people. I think they had tried it before and they had to stop that program because of sheets. Listen. Just don't that was do what it. I had been told. I was an I was an admin at that point in my career. And so I knew a lot of weird shit going on. But that was one of my that was one of the best when they are like, Oh yeah, we used to have room like nap rooms with like little beds where you could go take a nap, but it became a problem with the sheets.
0: I'm not sleeping. I'm not taking no naps around my colleagues. Sorry. <laughs> I'm an ugly napper. Just really stick it out of the pot. No. No, no, no. There's a place for that. It's called my home. called my home where I can have my slippers and my bathrobe and I can be in peace not around people I have to professionally tell what to do every day it is not for (laughs) me okay Kim review your next story okay story number
1: four I had great chemistry with a coworker, but Mm -hmm. when we finally had sex it was terrible and he dumped (laughs) me to get back together with his ex my boss and tons of people in positions of authority teased me about it so much that I lied and said nothing ever happened. I asked the coworker to lie, too. We're still friends, and we have kept this secret ever since. By the way, we both worked for the executive office of a local government funded through taxpayer dollars.
0: I'm, what I'm actually speechless. The people <laughs> teased her about this. Oh bullying? Yeah, I don't love that. That's kind of bullying, honestly. No. That's, like, not okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, we've all seen that at work, though, right? People being like, oh, you have a crush on this person or "Oh, you eat lunch with this person every day. It's like we're in high
0: school. It should happen yeah. at work. I don't know. I feel like when you get to like a certain level in HR, you don't get to, I don't maybe <laughs> participate in, the, in that. Yeah, it doesn't, that, then it gets weird for you to be participating in like the, yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to any of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over no. here. I don't love that. HR can
1: really only gossip with HR well that's what, and, what we're mean, doing right now fair, story, yeah <laughs> i mean the story doesn't say that hr was involved but uh, tons of people in positions of authority including her boss teasing her about unacceptable about them thinking that she slept with a co-worker that to me that is unacceptable behavior unacceptable. i am really glad though oh. I, I always do love a story of friends who attempt a romantic involvement and they're like oh no sex is bad we are not meant to be romantic partners let's just be friends and let's like it fun. actually yeah. works and I, I love that this was yeah. me and my my best friend in high school we loved each other very much and one time we were like well you know like we're best friends maybe we should kiss and within 3 seconds we were like nope 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 we're friends we are not kissing friends we are not we're friends who kiss each other we are not
0: kissing friends i love that nope. <laughs> well, brings up the nope. the common the common thing about um, what is that when Harry met Sally, which I've never seen to Was be clear, which is funny because <gasps> I love romance. Yeah, maybe I should. Hey, I, could, I could be my Valentine's Day okay, Want this, this year. This is we're gonna have to do this again. HR after dark, post when Harry met Sally.
1: It is my favorite romance, favorite rom com in my top five favorite movies of all time.
0: Okay, fine. And I it's a New York love story. Come on, you've got to watch this. I do. Oh, I love it. It's Meg Ryan. Right? I watch I it in like New Year's Ryan. every year. I will watch like, it. There's a, oh, oh, it's the best movie. Okay. I will it's watch it. Good. I will do that. It's okay. Um, I will do that. But that that brings up the common question like, can men and women be friends? Because some of well, my no. very best friends are men. Yeah. And I love that you were like, we're not kissing friends. We are friends, friends. Yeah. <laughs> we thought, we thought
1: maybe it would work. We were like, this could be perfect. We're very like rom com right? Where you're like, yeah well, we're best friends already. Like, maybe this would work.
0: That's um, also a trope. That's zero. the best friend. It's also work. a trope. Yeah. It was not for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think when we you know, conclude. you know. I think on that note, we should conclude our episode of HR After Dark. Wait, I have one really good one, though. Okay, review a really good ones. one, then I have to go to my all-hands meeting, which I'm already going to be oh. late oh. for. I okay. know. They're- it's
1: another terrible sex one, but it has a wonderful ending. So after having terrible sex with a coworker, the writer's mutual friend, who was also a co-worker, asked her out. She said no. Then this ask her out baked her a cake every week and brought it to her office until she said yes. They are married to this day. Also funded with tax dollars, executive office of local government. Uh, what's going on in the local government? Would you not know be creeped out by that? I would be
0: personal. I'd be like, I also have a gluten allergy. How do you, how do you, what I like, what if the cake's not gluten free?
1: Well, she must not have, I guess.
0: Okay. We've learned a lot during this episode, <laughs> but I think I one just, of them was is like, like, this is harassment,
1: but also free cake. But I yeah. probably would have been like, you need to stop bringing me cake. This is making me uncomfortable. But he was a friend already and she liked him, I think.
0: Yeah. It's confusing to me, this one. If this ever came to HR, I would have to be like, "Hey, um, please don't bring the Stop. cake to work." Maybe like, yeah, like she asked, they,
1: you asked her out,
0: she said no. Like, yeah, this is this feels uh, borderline harassment unless she's like entertaining yeah. it, which then I'm. But I think still she.
1: Confused. It sounds like at some point the tides turned
0: and she was like, "Actually, I'm kind of into this." Okay, we've learned a lot during this episode of HR after dark horror dating stories. We've yes. learned when HR should intervene and when we're not yes. required to. I think we've learned yes. a lesson of maybe personal things should stay personal things. And your <laughs> Don't HR bring team your messy cannot,
1: affairs to work.
0: Yeah, your HR team cannot intervene when it comes to the personal things unless no, there are things no. happening while at work and on work grounds and during work hours using work things. And <laughs> I think the last is Was like, he using a work knife to slash the tires? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. That is still on Safe Dreaming. <laughs> And then finally, like a lot of people, apparently have extramarital affairs at work. It's not as rare as anyone would think. I never thought it was no. rare, to be
1: honest. No, but let's be real. Um, if we have the privilege of doing this again, yes, then we'll be able to share the story of someone named Possum. that we didn't get to in this episode.
0: We will Teasing out out a potential future episode. Cliffhanger. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we won't. Maybe people will
1: hate this content. Who knows? Did you like it? Do you want to know more about Possum?
0: Yeah. Let us know. know. (laughs) Jigs. With that, (laughs) it concludes our HR After Dark episode. Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This was an absolute delight. Always the best. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Keep up with all the latest HR resources by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you love I hate it here, tell an HR friend. I'll see you next time.